every time we have a meeting about the progress of this human evolution on earth, we have to discuss the new cults. We have, we watch cult documentaries on Netflix and marvel at the way that humans turn everything into a cult. We don't, oh, some of us don't eat meat. Now it's a cult. We twin flame cults. I bet that's fun. Twin flames are fun. Just so much fun. Let's have a cult about it. Now we have a 5D cult here. I got a post-it note. Talk about the 5D cult. 5D is your feelings. You started a cult about your feelings. Humans are like the fuzzy aliens on Men in Black, the ones in the locker that built a religion around a business card. That's what it's like. Because if you tell humans something that's true, that's like, hey, these, this... This restaurant is very tasty. You should try it. They have good food. Humans will then turn it into a cult. You leave them for a little bit to go, you know, relax and party. And you come back and it's, how is this a cult now? And they're like, well, we all, we all live here. We all have sex with this guy. He's not, uh, you know, appealing or charismatic in any way. But for some reason, he's the leader and he tells us what to do and we're all married to him. And it's because he knows the truth about this restaurant. It's like, well, you can all just know the truth about. breakdown probably again listen a lot of this information is repeated because i have one job and this is to help you get across this relatively small bridge this you know bridge of of potential psychosis and the complete destruction of everything you've known to be true but relatively in the grand scheme of things a relatively small bridge that's it i'm just working this bridge i'm not here to blow your mind for the rest of your life i'm here to help you across this small bridge so if you loved this shit in 2021 and now you're like, you already said this, then you're on the other side of the bridge. Move on with your life. This is for new people, probably. 
Anyway, so this might be a repeat because I don't, who knows what I say where. But we're just going to do a really quick breakdown, concise, hopefully, breakdown of what higher dimensional reality means so that maybe it can be less of a cult thing because it's really not, it's not that weird. It's not that pie in the sky. The reason that people make it pie in the sky is they don't understand it. And so they project some fantasy, some, some Star Trek storyline onto it that you can do that. If you want, you can make whatever mythology you want. I don't know how much it's going to help you in life. So dimensions, obviously also different people define things differently. This might be a repeat. I don't know. I'm not going to go listen to old episodes to figure it out, but enough people don't understand it, that we're going to, we're going to take another swing. Dimensions are like not places. Dimensions are not places. We've definitely said that before. Okay. They are points of awareness. Everybody go get a piece of paper and a pen. I will wait. Okay. Or I don't have to wait. You can pause it. You've got modern technology. We're going to draw pictures. So the first picture we're going to draw is a triangle and then draw a little stick figure version of yourself inside this triangle. Okay. That triangle is third dimensional awareness. That is 3D reality. 3D reality is not a place outside of you. We like to crack jokes about Earth being the 3D whatever. Your perception of Earth, former perception of Earth was 3D. Earth can exist in any dimension, any amount of dimensions. You are the limitation. Humans the beings on the planet, mostly humans, the animals, and they're tripping balls. They're fine. The 3D reality is the limited experience that you have been capable of. Okay. So when you are living in the 3D, you can only experience certain mythologies, certain limitations, certain types of experiences. Now, the little you that you've drawn inside of this triangle lives inside of this triangle. And when that version of you has an experience, you have three windows through which you can look out. Now, if you walk around your house or apartment or car or whatever right now and look out of different windows, you're going to get different perspectives. If there's something happening outside of your house, looking out the front window is going to give you a different piece of the story than looking out the side window. And sometimes you need to look out of both of them to get the full picture. When you're living in the 3D, your options are consciousness, which just means you're here in this context, instinct, which is how humans lived for a long time. Instinct in this context, we're going to say if I throw a ball at your face, your body just ducks. It just knows to duck without you having to consciously think about it. The third piece of awareness, the third window is the ego. Now, the ego exists no matter how many levels of awareness you're working at, but when the ego is the primary mode of the primary window of perception, everything else is in your shadow, which means you don't know what your higher self wants you to do. You're not consciously aware of that. You are not consciously aware of what your body is telling you. You are not consciously aware of everything is subconscious, everything. And you feel very separate. 
You feel separate from your higher self, which is why you build religions to it. And you feel separate from your own power. That's why you see it as a God outside of yourself or in a, uh, wanting everyone else to accept you or wanting to find love because the ego is, and we've talked about this first person shooter. You're just looking straight out of the eyeballs and it's fun. It's visceral. It's the most exciting, dense way to play the game. And you all, humanity, has been playing it that way for a very, very long time. Next, you move from a three-window house to a four-window house. Now you have an extra way to look out the window. This is an extra point of awareness that has come out of the shadow and is able to be experienced consciously by you. This upgrade, talked about at the beginning of this podcast, way back, is the fourth dimension, the mind. You have had a mind the whole time, but you did not have the conscious awareness of your mind and its motives and its logic and whatever until you know the last 10 years. Most people haven't. There's always gifted people that have been eight, eight dimensions the whole time. So now, or 10 years ago, as that came online, the fourth dimension is the first dimension. I don't even want to say dimension because it makes you think of place. It is the fourth point of awareness in, in which you have to look out. So now when you have an experience, does your instinct need to handle it? Is it something instant like that? Does your ego want to get involved? And because your ego's programmed, it's not you, it's a bunch of programs and things you've picked up. It's the identity, it's whatever identity. Back then, you had an identity and it lasted you a lifetime sometimes. Now, your identity changes every year and a half. And that's because you've got all these other points of awareness, you've learned how to program your own identity. But let's say 20 years ago, and you were living in that ego reality, you're like, I'm the shit. I'm the best in my field. Or I'm a, I'm a victim. Everything happens to me. Or I'm a mom. I am only a mom. I don't, you know, I don't get to experience anything else. Whatever it is, it, everything was seen through your identity that has nothing to do with your higher self or your power or your mind or your feelings or whatever. So the fourth dimension comes on now. The ego consciousness is so specific to you and it is not connected to anybody else. It's the only, those first three are very specific to you and the avatar that you're in and they have no connection to others. They have no connection to the grid, which is why you're living in raw separation consciousness when it's an ego reality. Everybody's just some sort of robot being played by the matrix or they are only experiencing things through their own lens. Okay. Four, four D comes on right now. You have four windows to look out, including your mind, including your logic, including your rationale, including your ability to strategize. Okay. And you're able to think of things a little bit outside of the ego, but more importantly, that fourth dimension, once you get to the mind is connected to a mycelium network to others. And so when this started to come online is when you started to be able to hear people bullshitting, 
when they were bullshitting. You can kind of hear the subtext when people are manipulating. We couldn't always do that. Everyone couldn't always do that, but most people can do that now. Next comes five. So now you're living in a whatever that is, Pentagon. You're living in a Pentagon. So when you have an experience, let's say you want to ask, you get in a car accident. Okay. Now you have five windows to look out. Obviously instincts plays a role as the thing is happening. Your instinct tells you to duck or to flinch or to move your steering wheel, whatever. Next you have the fifth point of awareness is your emotional awareness. It is your emotional experience. It is your feelings. Now, because we've not used this point of awareness, this one has been very tricky. This downloaded into the human experience, not to say nobody had feelings before this, but kind of people didn't. People had emotional reactions, but then they had a narrative. So most people experienced their feelings prior to very recently as you did this, you made me feel this, or you're being raw, like it was blame and fault and narrative and explanation. And we all had a lot of shame and guilt about our emotions because we've not, and this is obviously specific to the very recent culture that has kind of dominated everything. Obviously, this is a, a, a recent game. So now when something happens, you can look at it through your ego, which is always there and is always an option, but people are looking out that window less and less. Doesn't mean kill your ego because that'll, that'll fuck you up. Just accept it and love it. But you can use your mind. Your mind is great. We're looking out that fourth window. Great for strategy. Great for coming up with a game plan. Great for uh, defining things or explaining things, not good for making decisions and not good for processing anything. If you want to process something, let's look out of the emotional window. Let's let those feelings, those emotions express, then let the feelings define. And then if we got some you know, paperwork to do afterwards, use the mind. You don't want to bring your feelings to the, to the, to the tax office, you know, we're not going to walk in and, and use our emotions to figure out if we are filing a standard or an itemized deduction. We want the mind. So we're going to look out the mind's window for that one. But then when it comes time to help a friend who's going through a difficult time, we're not going to bring our head to the heart party. Okay. When we're trying to figure out we're tangled up in the nervous system of our partner and they're just trying to express their feelings. We're not going to start doing algebra on the chalkboard, right? We're not going to try to explain to them that if they just looked at it this way, whatever, we're going to open up that heart. We're going to look out that heart window and we're going to go, Oh, I could see how you're feeling that way. And that's now we have the ability to connect. So when people say we're moving into a 5d earth, that means that the primary window we will be looking out of will be the window of feelings, emotional emotions, which will be everyone's having a little bit of an emotional breakdown right now because it's new, but it will be a very flowing, 
telepathic almost because you won't even need to say much anymore. You won't need to over explain because it will be an understanding because that mycelium network gets very thick in the, in the fifth dimension. Okay. So when people say this is going to be a 5d earth, this means it's going to be a feelings are the primary default emotional experience. Communication is the primary default. Your feelings are going to matter more than facts. So for those of you that are really hung up on facts, enjoy them while they're here. You got about three years left, but this is going to be a feelings party. So stop bringing your head to the heart party. Start learning how to talk about feelings, get emotionally intelligent, learn how to see the world through feelings because that is the primary default window. However, and, and before it was, the ego, which the ego and the mind get conflated a lot. And I'm not going to waste a bunch of time on that because they're both taking a backseat. The sixth window. I have no idea what that is in geometry. My avatar dropped out of ninth grade. I'm sure they taught it before that. My avatar did not pay attention. The sixth window is creative spark. And it is on pause. That is the last one to integrate for some reason. So the creative spark is going to be your ability to make something new, to uh, pull something out of the ether and manifest it. And that one cannot integrate fully until the seventh point of awareness, which is your physical body has been completely rebooted and uh, integrated. And used your body, and we talked about this in system upgrade, is a highly advanced, sophisticated piece of technology that is your internal GPS, can make your decisions and should make your decisions for you, that can levitate, it can move objects through the room. It can do a lot. None of these features are unlocked because everyone is mostly floating above their bodies and have been for a long time. And when you're hyper identified with your avatar, you're looking outside of those eyes, right? First person shooter in video games, you're looking outside at the world. You're identified with the outside world, which means you're cut off from your internal experience. So the seventh window of awareness, and I would say probably the most important to integrate at this time is the body. If you are going through a body integration, this could show up as sleep issues, energy issues, lethargy, brain fog, chronic illness. These are all ways in which you will learn how to integrate with your body. Each body wants a different fuel. Not everybody is supposed to eat meat. Not it. This is a controversial cult. People have started about this. Everyone's body wants something different. It wants to eat at a different time. Learning what your body's fuel type is for you is very important. Learning to trust your body when it tells you, do this, don't do this. I want this. I want to leave this environment. I don't like this smell. I don't like this person. That is a journey that most people are on right now. Learning how to trust the body, learning how to heal the body, learning the fuel, the exercise, the whatever exactly specifically that your body wants. And you're not going to be able to find one answer that fits for everybody there. Once you find that and integrate that, nervous system work is a huge part of this. Everything you could possibly learn about the nervous system 
is going to help you there because that is the the electrical system of the body, first of all. Second of all, most bodies being brought through this process, which has not been done before. Humans haven't gone from a th- one one dimensional reality to another dimensional reality with the body. So most of these bodies are getting locked into a fight or flight freezer fawn because they're being taken through a wormhole right now. And it's tough. So learn the nervous system, lots of free resources for that on the internet, learn the nervous system. If creatively you are feeling a revving of your engine, but not able to leave the starting line, look into everything you can about the body because it's just being held up in the body. The last eighth, uh, the eighth window through which to look out is that ecosystem awareness that we talked about in the last Don't Be Corn episode. Well, first of all, I want to say on the Don't Be Corn episode, the sheer amount of corn synchronicities that came up after that episode, I was, people were sending them to me like crazy. I hope that you saw how reality works. Reality works through an algorithm. What you pay attention to is reflected back to you in reality. So we talked about corn. We talked about seeing ourselves as corn. And next thing you know, we have corn cobs, you know, hanging in the Vatican. We've got them. They're in airports. People are dressing up as Halloween. It's corn, 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 corn. That is what happens when you pay attention paying is a a currency attention. It gets reflected back to you. You can use that information to your benefit if you would like. So ecosystem awareness, we talked about before. This one's not here yet. This one's going to show up sometime next spring, and then you'll be integrating it for years. But eventually what will happen is you will have the in your body ability the, without even having to think about it with the mind, the ability to assess in real time what is best for you as an individual versus how to stay in alignment with nature of the collective. And when this starts to integrate and a lot of beings start to integrate this, a lot of these things that are really concerning right now will just take care of themselves. What is happening right now is you have people who have a lot of power and control and they have amassed a lot of power and control over who cares how long because they they live in a 3D, they live in an ego reality and they are needing to maintain whatever character they have written for themselves. And a lot of times by pointing at it and constantly talking about it, you are helping to create that character. When you go the, when you call someone the elites, that's bonkers. You're writing that role for them. You're solidifying that role. Call them the nerds or something. Call them like the, the fucking dorks. Just knock them down a few pegs because they're living in a world where they are just the identity that they have created. They don't have all these other windows. If they had all these other windows, they would do things differently. Eventually, I don't know, many people will have access to, you guys get to decide whether or not you access these things. Many people will have access to just a knowing collectively what is best for the collective while being authentic in my own true thing. We're not there yet. So what we're focusing on right now, 
feelings and the body. I'd say feelings and the body focus on the fifth and the seventh windows and polish those windows, clean those windows, learn when to look out of what window, because after you pull the blinds up on each of these windows, after you build these walls and expand the, the, the house, your little stick man is living in. You then have to learn when to look out of what window, when to use your mind. Your mind is not great at determining if you're going to be safe in the future. I don't, I don't let your mind have morbid fantasies about where humanity is going to go, where your business is going to go, where your relationship is going to go. If your mind starts wanting to play the what if game, turn around, look at your feet, look at your feet and only pay attention to what's happening in the present moment. The toggle is a very important gift skill that you will have to develop over time, which is when a moment is happening, where should I be? And usually it's your body or your, your emotions are there to process the things. The body is there to make the decisions. The body is there to guide. The body is the GPS. The body is there to tell you whether or not to go this way, to go that way, to say yes to this thing, to say no to this thing. Very little mind. As the mind, which was very connected to the ego, as these two things start to take a back seat, you don't want to kill them. You don't want to reject them. You don't want to hate them. You don't want to shame yourself for using them. But as their grip on the microphone gets lighter and lighter and lighter, you might feel like you have dementia. You might feel like, where's all my memories? It's just your awareness moving to different windows. Your awareness used to be looking sharply out. And now you've got this kind of opportunity to look at things from the big picture to check all of these points of awareness. How do I feel? How does my body feel? What do I think? It's an ex it's a very expanded. So when we say higher reality, we don't mean better, superior. We mean more dimensions, more of them available. Learning how to toggle. This stuff takes a while. The next episode, I had to talk about this before you start a cult, but the next episode, maybe, we'll see, plans, it's about the void and about this liminal space, about this threshold you're going to be in for a long time. You've already been in for a long time where you're learning how to use all these things. You're becoming aware of all these things. You're coming up out of a very deep slumber and it takes a while and it's okay. And you're okay. So I think that's it. Um, Patreon finally, four years later, started doing stuff I wish it would have done four years ago. There's now a free tier, which is perfect for me because I want to talk about this stuff, but I hate YouTube and I would like to be connected, but not too connected and blah, blah, blah. So you now have the option of joining Patreon for free. I am committing to nothing for the free tier, but if I, today I just put a, a free episode on there that I recommend everyone listen to because it's kind of got the other piece of this information. And then I'm just maybe going to use it as my social media. That's my current plan. None of my plan. I don't stick to things. So, you know, if you're listening to this three months later, who the hell knows what happened, but there's a good chance. So far, I'm liking it. And this is a way to stay connected and not have to pay money. 
If you do want to pay money, there's a $5 tier that's two podcast episodes a month. I am more comfortable on that app going kind of deeper. And I've been on a whole process there. So there's a whole evolution that kind of connects everything. It's just easier for me to be vulnerable where I'm kind of hiding so far. The $10 tier has live streams and energy updates, like card readings and stuff. Um, but the free tier has some stuff and it's got a, a, if nothing else, go get that free episode today. I don't think, I think you just have to sign up and then you'll get notified. The music is Mark Pontius. And I think the opening song here also has new mangoes. If it, not this week, then last week, Mark put the music up finally a hundred years later on Spotify under suit Nop, which is Pontius spelt backwards. You can get a lot of the songs from AOD. I made an abundance course sometime in 2022 that is now free. You can pay me later for it if it works, if you want, but it's most important to me that people just get it and use it, especially with all of this, the matrix telling you that there's a recession type stuff. It could be really helpful. It's a lot of work. It's got homework to keep you busy. And, um, I think that's it. I I don't really do sessions that much anymore, but when I do, I announce them on the Patreon. So that might be helpful to follow that as well. Sometimes I say it on Instagram. I think that's it. Thanks.